Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast that discusses faith, family, fitness, finances, and future possibility in the hopes of inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, Brandon and I are going to have a conversation with Sherry Jones. Sherry is the host of We Are The Church Podcast, and we met through the Christian Podcasters Association. In this episode, we're going to talk about how she was inspired to start her show, what she intends to do to help inspire other Christians to live out their faith in a way that is more in line with the Spirit of Jesus Christ. And the reason why we're talking about this is because some of us may have fallen in the rut of our Christian faith. And if that's you, maybe this will help inspire you to take a different, fresh look at how you practice and express your faith every day. So, sit back and relax unless you're busy doing something like shoveling snow or fighting a pandemic or just playing cards. I don't know. But you can play this in the background while you work as we now have this conversation with Sherry about how we are the church. Here we go. All right, Brandon. Hey, welcome back to your own show. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm on Pinterest going through some stuff. I'm going to make some crafts and stuff like that. I should not have taken a sip of water when you said that. (laughs) I almost drowned. (laughs) Apparently, you can take one of those wooden pallets and build a house out of it, uh, according to Pinterest. So I'm going to try to figure that out. Yeah. Probably be a small house, but yeah, build a tiny house. Considering I can't build anything out of anything, that's going to be a challenge. There you go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have on the call with us Sherry Jones. She is the host of. Oh man, I just said it a few moments ago and I got oh like COVID thing going on. No, no, we are the church. We're the church. We're the church. We're the church podcast. Uh, this is Sherry. How are you doing, Sherry? I am doing great. How are you? Good, good. Um, I'm so glad to be here with you all this afternoon. <laughs> awesome. And sorry about that. I went into like COVID brain all of a sudden and I, I forgot how to speak English. So <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. Um, I was thinking it'd be really strange to have a podcast called They Are the Church. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I might start that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that might be like an outsider, like fringe, like we, yeah. we don't like. I don't know. It, like this is our observation of the Christian church from the outside in. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it'll be all about sitting in the parking lot of churches, but not actually going in. Yeah. Wow. I, that I don't know how successful would be that interesting. Would be. It really would. If if you <laughs> and I'm a huge church nerd. I love the numbers and the way people. I, I tell people this all the time. Church people are some of the most consistent people in the world. They sit in certain places. They park in certain places. They go through certain doors and i've always wanted to kind of study that that creature habit that that we have of you know even if i'm visiting a church i will i will generally sit in the same general area that i sit in my own church but Uh (laughs) that might be an idea jerry we got watching is fun (laughs) oh yeah yeah. yeah. i love airports for that same reason (laughs) okay jerry reel this in i I don't know I don't know if I can. Uh, but anyway, uh, the reason why I asked Sherry if she'd love to be on our show is, um, one, out of collaboration, I, I wanted to be a guest on hers. and But as I, I got to look at 
what her show's about and, and, uh, the topics she attempts to tackle with her guests and, and she does tackle these with her guests. Um, you know, it fits in that circle of faith that, you know, is the first of the five F's that we talk about on our show is that importance of having faith in our lives, um, guiding us in everything that we do. And then from there, you know, our faith, you know, guides us in our, our relationships and our family, um, our relationship with our own fitness, our finances, having a healthy relationship with our money, basically, and driving us towards that future growth. So like, how do we want to strive to be a better person in the context of our faith? And mm-hmm. so I wanted to get Sherry on here to talk about her show and some of the insights she's gained from uh, the episodes that she's published so far and where she's going from here and all that. So that that's why I asked Sherry to be on. She said yes, and we got her here. And uh, Brandon, of course, you're the host of the show, so you had to be here. So <laughs> they didn't really have anything else to do today. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, just, and, and thanks, Brandon, for letting me book up your entire Saturday just to record our show. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, kick us off with uh, tell us about uh, your show, uh, We Are the Church, because um, it's I've been on okay. it and I've listened to a couple of episodes and I think it's great. Yes. But I'd love to hear it from you. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, Jerry. Yeah, I truly appreciated you being on my show. Just released your um, episode um, yesterday as as we are recording this. And um, we are the church. Just to give some background, even on how I started the podcast, because it really was a God thing. It was really not a Sherry thing. So um, in March, it was right when COVID shut the churches down. And I have a um, weekly show that I do on Facebook, a weekly live. And my message that Monday, um, it was the day after the first Sunday when the churches were shut down, was titled We Are the Church. And I talked about how I was just so excited to see these churches who did not have a social media um, presence. They knew nothing about Zoom or websites or what. Whatever, but they were attempting to reach the masses with their message since people could not gather. Um, some of them, it was just the pastor in his living room, but he was still giving a message. And so I was just so excited about that. And that's what I t- talked about that evening. Well, as far as a podcast, people had been telling me, well, Sherry, you do these live shows. You should do a podcast. And I was like, well, okay. I had even downloaded my hosting, but had done nothing with it. Well, that Wednesday morning after I did that message, I couldn't sleep and the Lord was just, you know, talking to me. And he said, that's the name of your podcast. We are the church. And I was like, okay, okay. I I can see that. I thought it was going to be some Sherry Speaks Life or, you know, what my (laughs) other platforms were. But no, he had another plan. So when he said, we are the church (laughs) is the name of your podcast. I had no clue what a podcast. Well, I had been on one. Um, and I saw how she did it and I was like, okay, I guess I'll do my podcast the same way. <laughs> um, I was like, I don't know. My first topic will be COVID because that's what we're talking about. And I was very ambitious because I had this idea, oh, I'm going to have this platform with these three diverse pastors and we're going to talk about COVID. Well, I recorded. It was three of them on, on free conference call line. And half of the recording was deleted. Oh, no. <laughs> so I could not use it. Awesome. <laughs> so I was like, uh, okay. So then I ended up reaching out to the pastors. Two of them could re-record. 
So I said, okay, I'm going to re-record and we're going to try this again. And I did it and I released it. And that was my first episode. Um, the third pastor, I ended up coming, having her come on on a separate episode. Um, but that's what started it. I was just like, okay, we are the church. Um, what, what is this about? And my tagline is the church is not a building. We are the church. Mm-hmm. Because that's what the podcast is about. That's what my platform is about, is encouraging Christians to not just go to church, but be the church. The church mm-hmm. is each and every one of us. The church is inside of us. And whether we can meet in a building or not, because if COVID didn't teach us anything, it taught us that you can still have church and not be in a building. Yep. So. It's up to us to spread the message of Jesus Christ. It's up to us to um, deliver the gospel in the way that we can, whether we're in a building or not. And so um, since I've started the podcast, I've tackled some pretty heavy topics and then some lighter topics. Um, we've done COVID. We've done mental health. We've done domestic violence. We've done Black Lives Matter. Um, and Jerry and our conversation was on breaking generational curses. Some heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but then, and we also tackle church hurt. But then I've tackled things like um, entrepreneurship, praise dance. Um, and so I say my pillars, I would say, in, in categories that my topics fall in is either going to be current events, um, Christian lifestyle, or church culture. So those those are a lot of different topics that that we can talk about. I even had a lady come on and talk about the church and makeup. And you would think, well, that's not really, you know, serious, but it, it really is. She has a whole platform, church girl makeup, and she encourages Christian women that it's okay to wear makeup and that it's just meant to enhance what you have, not to cover up what you have. Ooh, I like uh, so that. That's I really a great enjoy doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. That yeah, I, 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 is important. I like that. Exactly. Exactly. You shouldn't. I mean, and no, you know, shade to anybody that wears a lot of makeup. But what I'm saying is, you know, when you take your makeup off, you shouldn't look like a totally different person. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> We're not for just, or against makeup. We're just saying it should enhance just saying, what's there. And, you know. Yeah, let's, let's enhance the beauty that God has right. given us. So it's given me a platform to meet some different people. I love that uh, concept because I, as a pastor going into this quarantine, it was a lot of figuring out what are we going to to do? How do we stay connected? And, uh, you know, and we got down as pastors, we, we get a little depressed and think, you know, what's next? We have to figure this out in a whole new way. And, uh, our senior pastor was real clear. He said, you know, they can shut the building down, but they can't shut the church down. And exactly. so what God is really waiting for us is what are we going to do with this? How do we still reach people if you don't have, you know, big doors for everybody to come through our parking lot. Okay. So get creative. And I'm just fascinated by the way so many churches over the last six months have gotten creative to meet people's needs and, and to still spread the word without the conventional stage or whatever it was that we did it before. And uh, the most, I think, encouraging thing I heard early on was they want to hear from you. So even if it is at your desk or your living room and on your phone, do it. You've got the ability, so just do it. Doesn't have to be perfect. Your your language mm-hmm. and display and everything doesn't have to be great. Just 
speak. And, and that yeah. message, like you said, we are the church. You're supposed to speak, not wait for me or wait for permission. Just share your story where it is. Yeah, exactly. And and one thing that I do hope that the churches don't do now that we are, you know, opening back up a little bit, don't stop with the online platform because, you know, you are reaching people and there are people that may never set foot in your church, but they can receive your message just by, you know, look, tapping on that video on Facebook or what have you. So now that we're opening up a bit and you had that creativity when we were shut down, don't stop the creativity. Keep it going because you're still reaching the masses. Absolutely. That That is one of my fears that we say, okay, now let's go. We like to talk about going back to normal. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we want a sense of normal, but we don't have to go back to it. We we adjust what we're doing now to make it normal for as many people as possible. But you don't want to stop. You want to continue mm-hmm. to grow and exchange ideas with other uh, people and, and other churches and learn from each other. I know growing up, churches were very uh, singular. You didn't really go to a different church. You didn't visit a different church. Mm -hmm. You didn't even really have friends at different churches. And when I was in high school, we had this program where you visited a different church once a month. A group of us guys did. And it was fascinating because I had only really been in church with my family. I'd never been to other churches. And Mm -hmm. if you're strong in your faith and you understand what's going on, you should be able to visit other churches without you know, losing your mind or somehow, oh, I'm now going to follow this faith. It's, it's not really about that. It's if we can agree on the Jesus part, then everything else is negotiable. We can talk about all the other stuff. But right. how, have, how have you really used your podcast to um, change your view on how other churches, maybe you had a view of this is the way church is supposed to be done. And now you see things a lot different. How has it really changed your view of church? Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use CapShow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into CapShow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Um, I think it's, I guess, even more enhanced my view that church is not just a few people gathering together and it's not just the programs that we have, you know, because I was raised Baptist and we would have, you know, you got men's day, you got women's day, you got youth Sunday, no shade on any of that. It's all great. (laughs) But how you can really make an impact is outside of the four walls. I had um, a young lady on my podcast and we were talking about prison reform. And that's one of the things that she talked about was, okay, COVID has shut the churches down and you say you want to help the community. You want to help those that were formerly incarcerated. Why aren't you on the corner? 
talking to that person that's drug addicted? Why aren't you on the corner talking to the prostitute or whoever? Why are you not doing that outreach? So I think it's even being doing the podcast has even more enforced um, my passion for, you know, that it's, it's about outreach. It's about reaching the masses in the way that you know how. And I had another um, gentleman, we talked about um, even with race relations, when you were talking about visiting different churches and he opened my eyes, Steve Sims, and he opened my eyes to the idea of visiting a different church that maybe the denomination is, is predominantly a different race and learning something that it's okay. <laughs> You know, I could go to, you know, a predominantly Hispanic church or predominantly white church or what have you. And we're still worshiping the same Jesus and you can learn something and you don't have to be afraid to um, go out of your comfort zone, go out of your bubble Mm -hmm. and reach out to somebody that's different than you. Um, That 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 we all have that connection. Mm -hmm. You know, the connection is Jesus. So it it does not matter. Right. And I think it, it it still breaks my heart that Sunday is the most segregated day of the week. You know, mm-hmm. we still all go to the church that looks like us. And yep. when you visit and, and sometimes when we travel and we do this all the time because I just love doing it. But when we travel, we try to find a church that's really nothing like our home church for that mm-hmm. very reason. We want to a still ideas because, you know, God gave you eyes to plagiarize, so you'll steal some ideas from somebody doing it better or a different way. Uh, so you'll see me in church walking around with my phone taking pictures. Oh, I like that. We're going to do this. And we're going to do that. But it also exposes you to people that think a little differently than you. And most racism, sexism, or just, you know, your your view of the world is limited by the people you've been exposed to. So you have to intentionally expose yourself to people that are different so you see it in a different way. And yeah. I, I'm like you. I grew up Baptist. That was the only church in the world. And apparently Jesus was Baptist and you didn't really need to know anything else. And uh, then you start meeting other people that are Jewish or Muslim or whatever. And you're like, oh wait a minute, you do things a little differently. And Mm -hmm. once you explore those other faiths and other races and other cultures, you're just so much better because of it, because you you have opened your whole life up to that kind of thing. That's what I love about your podcast, because it's not, you know, this is the church or I go to this church. It's like, we are the church. So Mm -hmm. the church is a mixture of, billions of people around the world and how they feel about that. And that that's really your focus is to get those stories out. And I love that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you're doing right now. What is your, your next kind of big goal or the thing that you really want to do? I know you just started the podcast, but. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I'm actually celebrating six months today. That's so I'm excited. Awesome. Like, yeah. Happy anniversary. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> For those of us that don't make money in podcasting, like almost everybody else, you have to celebrate the wins wherever you can find them. Yes, (laughs) exactly, exactly. (laughs) Um, Well, my next big thing, I guess, is that I'm working on is, um, as you mentioned before, I am a writer. I have um, two books. I have a Christian fiction novel titled Trouble Don't Last Always. And then my newest book is called Speak Life Moments, A Transformational Journey. And it is a 21-day devotional 
example where I share my life and I share how I learned how to speak life. I, I shared how I learned um, the importance of the words that I say, um, because when I was young, I had very low self-esteem. I you know, didn't think much of myself and it was a process for me to become you know, the confident woman that I am today and to know that I have and to know that I have a testimony and I have something to share. And so my next thing that I'm working on is um, a coaching program to help other aspiring writers. Um, and it's called How to Speak Life with Your Story. So just like I did my devotional, I want other, you know, people that want to write their story. Maybe someone told you, you know, you have an awesome testimony and you should put it in a book. That sounds real good. (laughs) That's the easy part. (laughs) Yeah, that's the easy part. But there's a process that you have to go through. And I actually take you through the pre-writing process because a lot of times we focus on, oh, I'm a writer. So I'm just going to write all these words and I'm going to put it all together. But there's questions and things and a process you have to go through before you put that first word on the paper. If you're going to tell your story, are you even ready to tell your story? Sometimes we think, oh, I have this great testimony and I'm going to write it down. Even with the process when I was writing my book, I had to revisit some things, some (laughs) tough things, some tough situations that I went through in my life. And that process of revisiting and then looking at it from a different perspective. So Mm. you have to make sure that you're able to do that, that you're healed enough that you can revisit those situations in order to write them. And so um, that's what my coaching program is about, just um, the opportunity for writers to go through that process. And at the end, you'll have that strategy, you'll have that outline, that plan, and you'll be ready to write that book. Um, So I'm launching later on this month. I don't have the actual launch date yet, um, but I do have a wait list. Um, So if people are interested in um, more information about the program, as I get ready to launch it, they can just email me at sherry at sherryspeakslife.com. I just want to take a quick moment to share with you a free tool we give out to our listeners called Measure It to Make It. Our episodes talk a lot about future possibility, about what life can be and where you can take your life. Whatever that is for you, we want you to have a tool to be able to write it down, make it clear on tablets in a sense, as they say in the Bible. Because when you have your plan, your goals written out clearly, succinctly, you have a variety of tools at your disposal that you can reference all the time. The first thing is being able to measure your progress. That's why the tool is called Measure It to Make It. Because if you're able to measure where you are, and see where it is in relation to where you're going, you get an idea of where your progress is. The other thing is you can identify guardrails. Guardrails are the things that you absolutely will do to pursue your dream, as well as the things you absolutely won't do while you're pursuing your dream. And these guardrails help keep you on your path out of the rut as you pursue that success. So go to beyondtherut.com slash goals download it for free. You have the option to sign up for our newsletter, but that's not required. This is totally for free. No gimmicks, no catch. We're not going to sign you up for a webinar, then ask for a thousand dollars, at least not yet. Uh, in any case, it's a free tool. It's called measure it to make it. It's uh, a few pages that are just going to walk you through. How do I identify and clarify my purpose, my calling? And then what are those steps to get me there? So again, that is beyondtherut.com slash goals. 
go download it while you continue to listen to this episode. Now back to the show. Awesome. We all need that uh, that guide, you know, to maybe somebody that's made the mistakes and, you know, can help you skip some of those uh expensive mistakes or just time mistakes or the things that definitely don't do this and definitely do this every time and and, and help you move through that. And I love that mentor mentality of, you know, I, I want to help lift other people up because that's our ultimate purpose on earth is to make other people better. And what I love about your story is it's not about you. It's about what you can contribute to others and how you can lift them up. And, and the 21 day, uh, devotional is a great way to just kind of dip your toe into that and, mm-hmm. and see. Cause one of the things you say on the, uh, on, on your website is, you know, don't just take my word for it. You've got some other people, but we all know words matter because if you think back, somebody told you you were too thin, too fat, too whatever. Mm-hmm. And you remember that you might not even remember their name, but you remember that moment of how yes. that felt. So imagine if you use those words to build rather than to tear down. And a great exactly. reminder for us, be careful what you say, because yes. somebody may hold on to that for the rest of their life. And you know, my biggest fear is to get somebody become famous and go, yeah, oh, it all to Brandon. He uh, called me fat when I was 17 uh, years old, and now I'm, you know, whatever because of it. <laughs> I've actually right. it happened. I had a guy that was, uh, I picked on a lot in school. He was a year younger than me. He became a Marine, oh, wow. really successful now, but he told me it was because I picked on him. He said, I was never going to let that happen again when I got uh, wow. an adult. And I said, well, I'm, I'm glad that you became a Marine. I'm glad that you're fit, but I'm mostly glad that you're a Christian and you don't want to kill me now for everything <laughs> I did. <laughs> right. <for all. laughs> That's my biggest blessing. Glad your heart of grace is there, but. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And kind of tapping into that. I mean, the first um, day of the devotional is called words do hurt. Because they do. And we're taught as young people, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Oh, no, they do. One of the dumbest things we've ever <laughs> come up with, I think, because it's so not true. It is so not true. <laughs> something that someone, like you said, the young Marine, but something someone said to you at five could mm-hmm. still be impacting you at 50. Yeah. Oh, if absolutely. you don't take the time to really deal with it and work through it mm-hmm. um, and, and understand that's what speaking life is about is taking away that negativity and speaking the positive um, to it, turn it around. So if mm-hmm. someone tells you, you know, you got a big old nose, I don't like your nose. The Lord made my nose. He made it the way that it need to be made. He made it shaped the way it's supposed to be shaped. And the best part about it is, it helps me breathe. Right. So I don't. I'm not taking it personal that you pick nose since mine's a little large, but that's okay. I'm I'm cool with that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. At least all three of our noses just now when that came up. I was like, I know. I'm like, okay. "Hmm, Okay. Okay. I was looking at my own nose. (laughs) I've, I've always felt the same way. It helps me breathe. For some reason, I don't snore. I'm not sure why, but it helps me breathe. But you're really kind of honing in on one particular thing that, you know, God made you a certain way and he doesn't need the guy down the street or the girl that you used to work with. He needs you to do your story exactly the way it is. He doesn't need you to become like Sherry or anybody else. He needs you to tell your story and reach the people that will never talk 
to you, won't listen to our podcast, read the book, but they will speak to you and you have that opportunity. And, and that's what I love about your, your real overall mission is to get people to see that they have that voice. It's not about becoming like you. It's about becoming fully them and sharing that. Yeah, um, because I like to say um, like the verse that says, um, you know, we're wonderfully and fearfully made. And people talk about it all the time. And I took the time because I'm a word girl. I'm a little nerdy. So (laughs) I wanted to look at it up. You know, I was like, what does wonderfully mean? What does fearfully mean? And wonderfully means that God made us in a way that he delights in. And I like to tell people, I say all the time, when God looked at you, he said, it is good. Just like when he made the sun, the moon, the sun, all that, he said it was good. When he made Brandon, when he made Jerry, when he made Sherry, he looked back and said, it is good. And he created us in a way that he delights in. And then fearfully means that he took reverence in his creation Mm -hmm. of us. Meaning he took his time and he molded us perfectly the way that he wanted us to be. So we look at it and we see flaws. But our flaws are not really flaws at all because how did we figure out they were flaws? When we were one and two years old, we were looking in the mirror. We were just excited to see our, you know, our reflection. And we thought, oh, this is cool. And then somebody came along and said, oh, your big old head. Oh, your big old feet. (laughs) Yep. You know, whatever they said. And now you're looking at those things as flaws and they're not really Mm -hmm. flaws at all. Yep. They're just the way God made you. So embrace it. And you know what? He didn't ask anybody else's opinion about you. He sure made did. you the way he wanted to. But for some reason, we ask other people's opinion. You know, is my nose too big? Is my head too small or whatever? And it's like, why aren't we asking other people's opinion instead of just the one that made you? And and he thinks you're awesome. So go with it. Quit listening to other people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so cool. Exactly. <laughs> yes. We're people, please. Oh, yeah. And I know I and sometimes I still slip up. You know, I have to catch myself like, okay, look, you don't need to please anybody but God. As long as I'm pleasing him, as long as I'm doing the things that he has called me to do, then, you know, that's what I need to be doing. But a lot of times we need to be delivered from people. Because we are so focused on what people say, what people think, and especially in our world with social media, society, you know, everything is put on how many likes you got, how many shares you got, how many people loved your photo or whatever. I could post a photo and if nobody loves my photo, I'm still Sherry Jones. (laughs) (laughs) You know, does it matter? Does it really, really matter? But we put so much stake in what other people think of us. As you said, God didn't ask their permission or anybody else's permission to make us, to mm-hmm. give us the personality that he gave us, to give us to give us the heart and the spirit that he gave us. He didn't need anybody else's opinion to do that. So we don't need other people's opinion to be who we are. Mm-hmm. We just need to be who we are. Like I say, do you, boo. Do you. Uh- Absolutely. that That's such great advice because sometimes you're looking for approval from people you don't even like. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. why do I care that she didn't like my picture? I don't even like the way she dresses and I'm worried about her liking my shirt. And why? Why am I doing exactly. that? Exactly. Makes no sense. The crazy thing it about social does. media for me right now is um, that we put the term relevance on to like the number of likes you get and the number of shares. Like that's considered relevance. And it's like, no, because. 
I'm relevant for a whole different set of reasons. Like, did I impact uh-huh. somebody's life? Did I share a message that helped somebody make a change for the better? That to me is yep. relevance, but uh, we've got it in our heads that, yeah, the number of followers, the number of likes, the number of shares, uh-huh. that's relevance. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure it's a pedantic play on words, but, um, you know, to me, I, I think that's my message to folks it, just based on what Sherry has said, what Brandon's mm-hmm. echoing, um, that our relevance is not based on the number of likes, followers, or shares that we get on social media. Our relevance mm-hmm. is the impact we're making on the world around us. Um, I don't really have a exactly. question to add in there. I just, I wanted to chime in while I still have. <laughs> oh, energy, yeah, so. definitely. Def- <laughs> no, and I agree with what you're saying. Cause when you said that, it started me to thinking of influencer. We always mm-hmm. talk about people being influencers, just like you said, being relevant, you know, being in, being being hip, being cool. If you, you're an influencer based on how many people you have following you. Mm, Okay. I can have a million people following me, but only a hundred of them are really engaged in what I have to say. Only a hundred of them are looking at my posts or looking at what I do. Um, But you can be an influencer and not have thousands of followers, millions of followers, just one person looking at your video or listening to something that you said and what you said impact them, that makes you an influencer. So you don't have to have that title of influencer, not saying, you know, there's, there's a place for that, you know, certain goals, whatever you're trying to do with your business or what have you. But just from a personal standpoint, you can be an influencer just by hitting that live button or just by posting that video or just by sharing that inspirational quote or even not even on social media. You can be an influencer within your family. Mm-hmm. You can just, you know, encourage somebody, you know, hey, I, I see you. You're doing a great mm-hmm. job. Encourage your spouse, encourage your children, your siblings, your parents. You can be an influencer within your own circle. You don't have to to be validated um, by what you see on social media. And you can validate the waitress at your table by just being nice, you know, and say, you're doing a really good job. Thank you. You know, and and sometimes we miss those little moments and and we're worried about maybe posting picture of our food on Facebook. (laughs) The waitress may have walked away going, wow, they're, they're a real jerk. They didn't, they weren't nice. They didn't Uh say thank you at all. And I know Christians get a bad rap for that already. Most waiters and waitresses will tell you Sunday's a terrible day to work because Christians are usually not big tippers and we're not too nice in a restaurant. We really need Uh to be better at that. That we need to fix that kind of stereotype. Unfortunately, it's probably true, but we, we can do better in that. But like you said, you influence your, your kids, your neighbors, your, you know, mailman, the, the, the guy across the street by just your attitude towards things. And sometimes we walk around and just complain and complain and complain rather than look Mm -hmm. for what are the blessings. I mean, you can walk down the sidewalk, not everybody can walk. So, you know, that's a blessing. So put a smile on your face and look up instead of look down Mm -hmm. and and don't let us be labeled as the negative people or the, you're like you said, you're an influencer one way or the other. Is it negative or is it positive? You know, are you building up or tearing down? It's easy for me Mm -hmm. to throw rocks at, you know, the Kim Kardashians or the famous people or whatever, but am I building anything? Or am I just throwing Uh rocks at the people that are doing something maybe I don't like or don't agree with or don't identify with that? There's no value in that. Uh, Every once in a while, especially as a pastor, I'll have somebody say, well, you know, so-and-so at this church is preaching this. And what do you think we should do about that? Like, well, God's in charge of that church, not me. So I'm not going to spend any amount of time trying to tear down another church. I'm going to spend my time trying to build up what I have. 
And maybe your influence is small, but influence it, build it, use what you have. Uh-huh. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. God didn't call you to that. Exactly. Is that, it made me think about why you, when you were saying that, there's an old gospel song by the Williams brothers, sweep around your own front door. Oh, wow. Before you try to sweep around mine. <laughs> that, that is good. I nice. like that. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that song. Then the video, I just saw the video like a couple of weeks ago. They actually got brooms in the video <laughs> and they sweeping it. So this is from the 80s. Awesome. I think, but I mean, it's awesome. But the message is worry about what's going on in your house mm-hmm. and what you have, what you're doing before you worry about what I'm doing. Exactly. And some of us are so focused that looking across the street at your house, we didn't even notice our front porch needs a good sweeping. You know? Exactly. <laughs> but I'm, exactly. I'm worried about, look at what Sherry's doing over there. What She shouldn't be doing that and, and all this. And it's like, maybe you need to just go on your own front porch and clean that up a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're not paying attention to your house. Somebody done come up in there and stole some stuff. Exactly. The enemy to come up in there and stole and wrecked, wrecked havoc over your stuff because you're yep. paying too much attention to what somebody else doing. Exactly. I love that. Well, thanks so much for coming on and joining us and telling your story. Welcome. And uh, I, I will say if, if people want to, we'll have this in the show notes, but if you want to find out more about Sherry, go to sherryspeakslife.com, mm-hmm. check out the books and uh, the devotional. And then probably by the time you're hearing this, her uh, launch is already out there for the group. So get signed up and find out more about it. And if people want to just stop by in their inside, South Carolina, what's what's your home address? They could just come by. And maybe they got a broom. They Don't want do a sweet. Don't do it. <laughs> I love that. I love that response. Mm-mm. Not going to happen. <laughs> that was the quickest one too. Like go to guests. the website, send her an email, get to know her. Then she might invite you over. Maybe but you can't just show up with a broom and think you're going to sweep her porch. You got to talk to her first. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I love it. That that question stumped her. She was not expecting. I know. That, I was sitting here uh, like, "What? <laughs> My home address? <laughs> what was your social security number again?" There uh, for random reasons. Oh man, it cracks me up that we have guests that actually contemplate giving out their address. I'm like, I'm like, no, no, don't. No, Everyone's joking. swallowing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you weren't gonna get me with that one, no yeah, sir. Like, not coming. So, so before we leave, what what's one final piece of advice that you would give people listening to this? And maybe they want to write, or maybe they think they have a story, but uh, every other voice is telling them no. Don't listen. Don't don't move out there. Don't don't do this. What would you tell them? I would tell them listen to what God is telling you to do. Don't listen to the naysayers. Don't listen to the people that tell you you can't do it. You can do anything that you put your mind to. And as long as it's inspired by God, then it is going to come to pass. We have to start looking at ourselves through the eyes of God. That's one way that you can speak life every day is look at yourself through the eyes of God, not through your eyes, not through your flaws, not through your deficiencies, not through the things that you lack or you think you lack. Look at yourself through the eyes of God. He created you and he created you for a purpose. So if he put that idea in your spirit, if he's telling you, this is what I want you to write about, this is what I want you to share, then go ahead and share it. 
And all you have to do is just start with, like I said, writing that first word. And it'll flow. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 247. There you'll find links to Sherry's show, as well as some other related episodes that we've played here on Beyond the Rut. Now, the best way you can pay us back is really to pay us forward. So share us with a friend, a family member, a co-worker, or that neighbor across the street. It's a little bit harder to do if you're in a pandemic because we're supposed to socially distance and all. But if you have their email, if you have their phone number, you can text this to them. You can email this to them and say, hey, take a listen to this episode. Now, we're glad you joined us this week, and we look forward to joining you again next week as we bring you another episode of Beyond the Rut. Until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.